1: what you're about to hear was going to be the latest episode of the IFS Turbo exclusive races rocket odyssey. Um, and for about 15 minutes, uh, Sam led us off down a path of something completely different. So I thought I will just stick it out as a standalone, uh, individual mini episode. So, uh, Ignore the bit at the beginning introducing Racy's Rocket, because it's not that although you can subscribe to the IFS Turbo and listen to that if you want to. Uh it's about something else altogether. Completely different. I hope you enjoy it.
2: Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it!
1: This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow pow pow
2: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what?
1: Welcome along to another episode of the Racy's Rocket Odyssey. It's the IFS Turbo exclusive series. And we're looking at the uh, Racy's Rocket story, which appeared in Roy of the Rovers in the autumn of 1984. And it's in my right hand. And you are unveiling some kind of drink there, Sam.
2: I'm just hydrated. Keeping hydrated. Good to know. Yeah, I know it's not hydration week. Someone, by the way, got in touch with us to remind us about Muscle Sport Night. Because, yeah. and this is, this is actually true, counter mm-hmm. actually made a note of it in their diary from last year. And I don't know if you saw, but he sent us a message saying, I actually have a reminder in my calendar. Right? And it's to remind you to that Muscle Sport Night is coming. I obviously didn't read it with enough detail because I can't remember when the dates are but if we check out I I, I can't remember, he he sent it to Gmail but
1: I'm going to have a look, I thought it was January must have thought after after Christmas
2: Yeah I suppose after Christmas is when a lot of people are thinking about their muscles
1: Muscling up, yeah Mm. Uh, Yeah there's an email from January the 29th someone sent Muscles no, Fortnite this was content. this
2: was recent. This was recent. Someone said it's, or maybe it was a tweet. Someone definitely got in know. touch and said, "Look, it's muscles fortnight, cunts." Nah, I don't
1: know about that. I, my feeling okay. is that it's it's January, but they could they could be right. They could be right.
2: Okay. Well, anyway, it's not hydration week, week or hydration month, but I say any day is good to hydrate, isn't it?
1: Oh, you have got to keep ticking over. You just fucking go mm. for it during hydration month. Mm it's like when animals fill up with like fat before hibernating oh lovely hydration lovely months is when you just you over-hydrate and then just live off it for the rest of the yeah like a camel coming months like a camel. like a camel yeah exactly like that you can that.
2: store it you can store it all in your tummy in and the then hump. and then slowly the ma- mm. a man's tummy is like a camel's hump you can store water and you can store like two months worth of water in it mm. and there's a slow relay, release system that just keeps you hydrated keeps you even hydrated. if you're not drinking
1: you squeeze your own hump don't you and it just releases yeah. into, your, into your body I just press myself Milk in yourself. the belly
2: button if I'm um, thirsty or yeah. I'm feeling a bit dried out I just, yeah. but I don't have access to any water I just press myself in the belly button
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> just for and a second it, it, and it, it sort of
1: it makes the same noise as a soda stream doesn't it yeah yeah Uh, Anyway,
2: I tell you, talking of noises, just really quickly, um, noise talk, noise talk, it's quite sad, I mean, it's very sad, right, I had an uncle, who I hadn't seen for a few years, quite a few years, but I was, you know, pretty close to him, I spent a lot of time with him when I was a kid, and unfortunately passed away, he, it's very sad, he's not like a blood... Relative, but he was a big. He was married. He was, he was married to my aunt, and then after they got divorced, which was when I was in my twenties, he got remarried, and we didn't see him for many years. Mm. Right, because that happens sometimes if they're not a happen, blood yeah. relative. And he, yeah. you know, lived a new life and it,
1: he it side was, with it, the blood relative, irrespective of what happened.
2: Yeah, it wasn't like that. It was just he went off, and we we actually did stay in touch to begin with because he'd always been a fun uncle. Right, he was mm. quite eccentric. He was a fun yeah. And me and all my brothers really liked him. He was very funny. But he got a new relationship and that, you know, and then it becomes, it can become a bit weird when you're in a new relationship to stay really close to your ex's family, blah, blah, whatever. Time change. And then then we heard, it's been maybe 20 years since I've seen him. And unfortunately we heard this week that he'd died. And um, in my wider family that involves, like, Uncles and aunts and stuff like that. There's a there's a big group, WhatsApp group, you know. Right. They all got started in lockdown, didn't they? Now I left it ages ago. It was one of those groups that you, you just have to leave. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Right. And I left it. But if there's ever any important news on it, um my wife left it too. I think all my brothers left it, but the one person who stayed on <laughs> it <left> to it? <laughs> to learn. No, but this is like our wider family. Yeah. Like you know like you know when you've got like uncles and aunts and cousins you you know you kind of know but you don't mm. you don't feel the need to be like in constant touch with right and <laughs> evidently so
1: I in the group. Uh,
2: yeah but what i'm saying it's steady there's, there's one that is just for me and my brothers and my sisters and my mum and my dad that's like that's enough right mm. this is what how far do you take it before you know it I'm on some fucking WhatsApp group with a load of fucking paddies over in Ireland Mm. who are fucking distant, like, 15th cousin twice removed or something. You can't stay in all these groups, right? Mm. It's not who do you think you are, right? Anyway, if there's anything important going down on the wider family, extended family group, my daughter's on it, right, as a lurker. She got on it once and she doesn't really know. She's not met half of my uncles and aunties and cousins, right? She just hasn't met them because we're not, you know, we do <laughs> they're extended family, you don't see them. But she got herself on it and she's a lurker. She's, you know, teenagers, they, they love gossip, right? And she Good. lurks around and occasionally there'll be like a little tiff on it or something like that and she'll report yeah. it to me, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, I was really sorry to hear about... Your uncle and I said, "Oh, did you know about that?" She went, "Well, I saw it on the extended family group that I'm on," and I said, "Yeah, it's really sad. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really gutted about it." And she said, "Yeah, your, your dad sent a um a nice message to the group about him." And I was like, "All oh, right." And then she started like, sort of grinning, but trying to hide her grin. And I said, "What? What are you? What are you grinning about? What? Come on, just tell me, it's fine." She went, "No, I don't want to. I don't want to look like I'm fine. Did, did I said, "Just say, tell I'd, me."
1: Did he say I'd like to come to the funeral if he has one?
2: If he has one, right? What he did was, <laughs> and this is, it, and I think I've got a feeling that people with will recognise this as an elder relative sort of quite common thing to do. Right because right. i've had I've heard and seen this done before he sent a very touching message to the whole group, saying, "You know, I won't name my uncle but he said, you know he was a he was a lovely man we all i think i speak of my the whole family we all felt a huge affection for him and and this is very sad and it was nice he he wrote he worded it in a really nice way and uh and he's the elder statesman of even the extended family now, my dad he's like the oldest of his eight siblings, and yeah, blah, blah. so it's sort of like his statement. Appears to be the one that carries it's like the official statement from the palace, right? Yeah, and I thought that's and my, and my daughter had read it, and like, oh, that's nice. And then 30 seconds later, no <laughs> less, five seconds later, right, right underneath this sort of heartfelt poetic message, he posts a voice note. Oh, god, and she pressed play and it just goes. <clears throat> And that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and it's so funny because it takes the edge off this really light like, heartfelt. He was a great man, and it's a very sad day for all of us. <laughs> God, it's so nice. Oh, he's also followed it up immediately with a voice note to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Donk. Have you ever done one of those, like, had one of those radio competitions where you have to identify the noise? noise, And they just play a tiny, tiny bit of it. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times me and my daughter listened back to this voice note that my dad had. There's about 40 people on this group, at least. No, probably more like 50 people. And he sent it, and we couldn't stop listening to it. I mean, I was worried. (laughs) I was like, has he. Maybe he's fallen over and died. Is that the sound of him dying? (laughs) 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 It's like a bit like. Like a death rattle, then bang into a hard surface, and then a ping, like like a bell. Ping. I can't fucking work out what it is, but I guarantee he won't know he sent it, and I'll never get to bottom because if I ring him up and say, "Look, mate, what's this noise?" Yeah, he'll go. This is what he'll say. He'll go. Hmm, is this one of your silly jokes? Yeah. That's how it plays out. No, I'll that, go, that, no, that
1: that that wasn't me. No, I've been have uh, clearly been hacked.
2: What is? A, yeah. Oh, that's the classic. Yeah. Well, I just simply didn't send, I no, I didn't send do that. I wouldn't send that. And those noises—they're noises that I don't even recognise. They're noises <laughs> that I've never been involved with or associated with in my life. So clearly, <laughs> I've been hacked, or it's you playing one of your silly jokes. Yeah. He often says something. <laughs> he often says things to me like, "Oh, I suppose that's another example of your irony, is it?" <laughs> i like look i was worried about you there was a very strange noise that you recorded and i was wondering is this a cry for help what is it i need to know but there's no point in me asking because it'll anger him but you know is is the
1: noise is the noise worthy of replacing jalapeno in our episodes okay. it, i'm
2: gonna get the noise i don't think it's that I don't think it's that disrespectful for me to get the noise from yeah. my daughter's phone and play it to you and the listeners yeah. because I would be, I think we could all try and.
1: I think we all need to hear it. It, yeah. it would be
2: interesting. It'd be a nice game for us to find out what yeah. noise is Sam's dad making yeah. in this uh, strange obituary that mm. <laughs> he's delivered an obituary that is, you know, nine parts beautiful and sincere, mm. one part very strange and cryptic Yeah. Very cryptic. (laughs) What's it mean? What's he trying to say? It's an addendum to the obituary and he's delivered it just in cryptic sounds. Mm. And, uh, I think that's sort of wonderful in a way. Investigation. It does. Yeah.
1: This podcast, um, yeah, when we started doing this racist rocket thing, I envisaged that it will be kind of a mini bonus thing. Episodes will be like twenty minutes long, yeah. maybe twenty-five with some interesting. We're eleven minutes in, and we haven't even begun to look at. We're well, just rocket talking yet.
2: about a noise that my dad made <laughs> so, in yes, response man. to my uncle's me- death—a
1: memoriam noise. <laughs> let's call it.
2: <laughs> Imagine if you go to like the Undertaker and you're doing the arrangements and go and. Um, and uh, would you would you be requiring a memoriam noise? Hey, what's yeah. that? I've already handed over. Fucking, I've already given you a monkey for the coffin. What's this now? <laughs> Another cost, right? Uh, some people, some families do like we have a we have a selection of noises that you can choose from depending on um, which religion you observe, and of course the personality <laughs> of the departed. Um, I don't know how much. Well, the price does depend on which memoriam noise you choose, sir. All right, play us a few then. Well, okay, very well. This one may be appropriate for. uh, You say that you say that your family are agnostics. Yeah, that's right. Okay, this one may be appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, it's nice that. How much is that then? (laughs) That that one that one's a very reasonable two (laughs) hundred and fifty pounds. (laughs) Yeah. What else you got? you've got anything a bit more fun cheer people up a bit boy <laughs> you something like that that's £600 though we do have a boing. Um, <clears throat> I'm thinking you know in Carry On Camping when Barbara Windsor's knockers pop out when she's doing that <laughs> So the sound that makes you got one like that because yes, oh, no my it, uncle he loved that film
1: 850 <laughs> sir Oh, What's what, what it called, what a we, slide whistle? What, what have we got for about 100? Well, for about 100, we've just got the sound of a nail being knocked into a wall.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, in yeah. a way, I feel like it's better off going with nothing. <laughs> well, of course, it is entirely up to you. Some people do choose to have a more simple ceremony. <laughs> yeah, what's to stop me bringing my own slide whistle with me and just playing it when a coffin goes down in the aisle?
1: Well, etiquette, really? sir.
2: Etiquette, sir, there are certain rules. There are but certain, rules. Think, there are what's, certain what's, rules. What's
1: to stop you from making your own coffin out of a cardboard box, sir? <laughs> Nothing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's to stop you digging your own hole and what's burying the, what's burying, the deceased from, in it?
1: <laughs> what's to stop you from folding him up and putting him in a plastic box? Not a lot. <laughs>
2: Ah, uh, no, I thought about that. And the council council got rules about that sort of thing. Yes, <laughs> I believe they, they may deal. have, sir. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm going to call the council about this Get make sure where I stand before I make any rash decisions. <laughs> Hello, is that the council? Yeah, I've got a dead relative and I need to ask about where <laughs> I stand vis-a-vis holes, coffins and noises. All that stuff. Can you put me through to the right department? Double quick,
1: please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god, right. Um, I don't know what to do. I don't know whether I should just put put that out as a separate thing for everybody because that was that's that's really good. It's not, Memorial know, noises. It's it's got nothing to do with Roy Race. Yeah, I'll put that as a separate mini episode. Let's start race's okay. rocket thing again.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Cool. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that. That bonus bit of uh, podcasting. Who uh okay
2: we will be releasing a races rocket um almost immediately
1: yeah we'll put that's going to go out for everybody and we'll put the are you, are you tapping something
2: yeah well it's that I told that you the earlier washer? in the previous episode I've got this yeah. this new rubber washer which brings me joy and that's why I can't throw it okay but I thought it would allow me to do silent tapping clearly not you yeah. you found me out
1: okay uh thanks for listening to this mini thing goodbye goodbye